He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Welcome back to Hack City. I'm Joe DeLeon. Joining me as always is my former teammate, former roommate from the University of Rhode Island, Mr. Sean Anderson. Today we have our week three slate of games for FCS football action. The two games that we're going to be talking about. Southeastern Louisiana playing Eastern Washington. A lot of Easts this this week's slate, by the way. And then we have SIU playing Southeastern Missouri. Man, it's a big week for the the direction of East. At least two teams from the East are going to win this week, technically. Look, no, the, one, one win, one, one can win. My math is off. FCS fans should be very familiar uh, with the Easts, the Norths, the Souths, and the Wests, and the the Northwest and the Centrals. The the, the the directionals and the double directional schools, uh, a lot of FCS representation um, across the board, which I don't know. It has a charm to it, but when you start getting in the double directionals, you're like, what do they do there? What's that campus like? <laughs> what, what, what do you think uh, it's like there? You, usually when there's the extra directionals, it usually tells me, oh, so this one's in the back corner of the state where nothing else is going on. <laughs> We stuck this where there was nothing for a reason. That's why this was placed there. Now, obviously, all love to uh, the directional, the many directional schools that are FCS programs. There is one directional school that, that we have to talk about on today's show at the beginning, and that being Western Carolina. So Sean and I, this past week, had a really interesting interaction, actually a very negative interaction. I'm just going to be blunt. We had a very negative interaction with Western Carolina fans. We started becoming members of the Stats FCS poll, and in becoming members of that, we, you know, we get the one-off comments every so often that people are like, "Oh, this ballot sucks," because, and it's usually yeah. from Youngstown fan forty-five, and it's like, I, "Gee, I wonder why you don't like my ballot." I so, got a, uh, I got one this week from I think it was uh, somebody upset about UNH being so high, which they deserve to be. It was UNH at six. Who's got naked pictures of you? I'm like, okay. What the? <laughs> See, though, that's hopefully fun. nobody. Like that, hopefully that, nobody. <laughs> that's fun. I think that's funny, and like, I think that when you know guys like Chester and 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 Rack come in and say, you know, you, you you're not in on Idaho, even though we've got the, like the top ten, that stuff is funny. But the Western Carolina fans were really upset that we didn't rank them. They you know calling us clowns. They were you know trying to pick apart our our thought processes with really invalid arguments that made no sense that they were trying to come back at us with because they beat Samford. They wanted to be justified for ranking their team. And I want to break down why in our opinions, I think that it's a little bit too much of a rush to judgment to move up a team after an upset victory in their eyes. They think that this is a quality win, which it is. This is a really good win to have on your resume when it comes to playoff time, when it comes to the end of the season It's important for conference standings. But for me, a singular singular victory that is not typical is not the expected outcome for a team that did not have high expectations coming into the season. When we're only two weeks in, we have to go off of the eye test. We have to go off of how do these teams look? How are they going to look at the end of the season? How dominant are they on a week-to-week basis? Western Carolina's win looks good, but if we rush to judgment here and West Carolina goes on to lose the next five games and they finish with a, a 500 record, we look stupid for putting him there. I'm not going to make that decision. I brought up the anecdote, Sean, of the fact that when we were juniors, 
we beat Delaware, who was a ranked team week one. It took us three weeks and four games before we eventually were ranked. After we were ranked, we then went on a losing streak and missed the playoffs. Meanwhile, Delaware made the playoffs. That's the perfect example of why we don't just stick teams in after a singular victory. We have to use the whole body of work, who they've played every single week. And when there's not enough games, we pull teams with a lot of All-Americans, teams with guys that have all-conference players, uh, award-winning players or players that are nominated for awards, NFL draft prospects, the quality of the rosters, the coaching staffs. I don't have any info on Western Carolina. I don't have enough. And they the thing that's even, that's the information. They, my last bit here, the thing that was really stupid by that dipshit Heath who tried to, you know, come at us and called me a clown, said to me, he quote to me, clearly this person didn't watch the Western Carolina Sanford game. You know what I said after that? I was like, you know what? I'm going to go watch the game. Sean, do you know that there's no footage of any of the Western Carolina games this season? How am I supposed to accurately break down a team and provide context when you guys literally don't have footage or video of any of your games? You can't give me a hard time just because you're a homer. So I'm done talking to the Western Carolina fans. Yeah, the biggest thing that the FCS has working against itself is the media coverage and the sports administration programs putting out up-to-date, reliable statistics. When Joe and I are doing our research, when Joe and I are doing our prep, and we want to learn, say, say Western Carolina riddles off another good win. Say they, they beat they, they play Eastern Kentucky this week, which is a ranked team. So if they do, I will rank them. If they beat Eastern Kentucky, the argument is done, but I need to see that game first. That's yeah. the point. Say they do. Where's that at? Because if you go off box scores, then you get called a box score Billy and don't, oh, this guy doesn't know ball. He's going off. Okay, show me the ball. Show me the ball. Because I'm handing out the, this guy knows ball stamps. I, I think Joe, I, I Joe has a stamp for me. I will say Joe has, Joe knows ball. He's one of the two right now that I have with the stamp. Joe, okay. you're, you're in the circle. But okay, thanks. We got to be able to see the ball. So figure it out, Western Carolina and FCS, about finding a way to promote your level of football better. Do it. Find a way. Figure it out. Because college football fans just want more. That's what they want. And college football dorks like me and Joe need more. It's a bit of a difference, but the same solution fixes both problems. Yes. And look, I again, I, I understand the excitement, but like the thing that's infuriating is that you're excited your team won, and it's like the biggest thing that's ever happened for your football program that you beat Samford. I get it. Like it's exciting when we beat teams when we were at Rhode Island that we weren't supposed to beat. It was exciting. And now your eyes a pretty good football program. But you can't try to berate people online, which it was a berating. This is the only fan base that I've ever interacted with that this is a berating. They quote tweeted everything. They commented on everything. (laughs) And they use these insane back ass arguments that make no sense. You provide logic. I support the Western Carolina football team. I don't support the fan base. Yeah, I I just started responding with, Thanks for checking out my ballot. I appreciate the input. You're nicer than I am. If you're going to be just non-receptive, that's what I'm going to say. 
if you're going to be receptive, okay, that's cool. I, I, I'm cool. I didn't know the ballot would have this much drama filled uh, with with Western Carolina fans. If you if you told me a fan base that would be upset about the ballots beginning of the season, I don't know Montana State maybe because they were ranked too low. You know, right. you know South. Uh, God forbid South Dakota State lost a game and they dropped the dropped the ranking. They would just be on our ass. But that that's what I was expecting. Not Western Carolina. Congratulations. You want to know how you're a barnyard fan base? Because you start yelling, we want Bama after you beat the 67th highest ranked team nationally. That's how you, I know you're a barnyard fan base. You don't just start yelling that. Yeah, there's a whole season to be played. Uh, we Sean, are Bama. Before- Joe and I are Bama. <laughs> uh, Sean, before we get to the game today, can you just really quickly give a, a message from our sponsor? I would love to. Bet Online continues to be reliable. Unlike another company who will remain. Okay, unnamed. wait, wait, stop, 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 stop. You did that yesterday. Just talk about Bet Online. I have a development. I, I don't want to hear it. I don't want it blocked. <sighs> Bet Online won't do that to you. They okay. are a nice, friendly, receptive sports betting website. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl, Bet Online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action remember to use our promo code believe b-l-e-a-v to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit for some reason joe was hijacking my live reads and i'm just trying to promote the company but bet online is where the game starts that's where you should be doing your betting that's where i will be doing all of my betting all i was saying is that companies typically don't like when you start the ad read by admonishing another company uh i don't know i'm just just trying to be careful here. Bet online just- number one. Okay, that we agree with. That we agree with. All right, Sean, let's talk about these games. I want to start us off with Southeastern Louisiana playing Eastern Washington. And I think in a in a progression that is moderately unexpected, Eastern Washington, like if this was three years ago, I think our conversation might be different. Yeah. Eastern Washington's the team that's not ranked. Southeastern Louisiana is the team that's ranked and has looked pretty good so far uh, to start this season. But they're still a bit of an unknown. They have played two FBS teams. They played an SEC team. They played South Alabama. Those are tough opponents to start your year. Sometimes it could be demoralizing confidence-wise. Sometimes it could be a confidence booster uh, when you play well against those teams. But what I see for Southeastern Louisiana coming into this game is they've got a really good offensive line led by John Allen. Um, They've got a really nice front seven on the defensive side of the football with Arian Williams and Dante Daniels. And then Zachary Clement, who played sparingly in the Mississippi State game, uh, was an all-conference player, strong quarterback, one of the better quarterbacks in the conference. Um, I think that that team is very, very well-rounded, facing off with an Eastern Washington team uh, that we know can always put up some fireworks. Yeah, uh, Sela built their SLU, whatever their stupid trademark is. <laughs> has built a team and they are being led from the inside out. The trenches are their strongest uh, aspects. And I think I, I, John Allen is, is one of my uh, favorite players uh, to be able to watch. Eastern Washington is really interesting. Also uh, justice Jackson. I really like him. He might have the biggest thighs in college football running back for Iwu uh, just paved the way against Fresno state hard nosed runner. And then uh, Kikoa uh, Vesperis. Took a step forward last week. 
Eastern Washington has always had an exciting, dynamic quarterback, at least since we've been covering the show, that at least you could look at and say, this is where he was good, this is where he was bad. But damn it, you know, they're fun to watch. He's taking a step forward, looking better, starting to command the offense a little bit. I still think they should run it through Justice Jackson. He seems to be the guy that will command the attention from Sela this week. He should command the attention. This guy should be the, this is the problem. How do we fix the problem? And they'll have to prep for him. So that means Vesperis has to be sharp. When it's when it's third and six, you have to be sharp because they're going to send a dog off the edge. They're going to send a mm. corner uh, late. You got to be able to read it and do it because the Sela will just be unrelenting. That's what they are. They are a team that is unrelenting. Eastern Washington doesn't have that typical quarterback that we're used to. You know, there's no Eric Barrier, but it does help this offense that it has. You know, you talked about Justice Jackson, but they also have two very elite uh, playmakers at receiver and at tight end. And I'm talking about Efton Chisholm, who is one of the better receivers in all of FCS. And then Blake Goble, who is, you know, it, I always am intrigued when I find a tight end that's big at the FCS level, because a lot of times those guys get recruited to go play elsewhere. You know, the guys that have sure. those six foot five, 250 pound frames, usually you get more of the, you know, the six foot two, 220, 230 type guys. They're a little more speedier. They're usually the, um, the receivers that got a little too fat over the off season or the running backs that are a little bit too tall. Um, but I really like what Global brings to the table as just a big, big body, and he's been productive in the past. Both those guys, preseason all-conference players. I really, I think that this game is just such a, a clash of just different mentalities. I love when we get these types of games scheduled. You know, it was exciting when we had um, last week when we had Montana State play against South Dakota State. Like, that was really fun to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Weber State, that kind of stuff. But for us to go for it with that with a team from Louisiana that is, as we're talking about, built in the trenches, that is strong up front, facing off with a team that's got some weapons to spread you out, that's all the way in Washington, I just love that stuff, man. This is the type of matchup, as a college football fan and as an FCS football fan, you get excited because you kind of are waiting to see, like, which play style wins this one which play style drags the other one down to their level for every mistake that the college football schedulers have made they have corrected it by providing a fun matchup like this hmm. and you might look at the this week's slate of games and be like ah week three is a little you know it's a little weak it is it is a little weak we're ready uh, i'm ready for let's get in the thick of it october that's what i'm ready for next week's gonna be fun but there's always a game that's just going to blow your doors off, and I'm hoping that this is one of them. I'm hoping that Iwu Sila can be fun. I'm not looking for a lot of penalties. I'm not looking for a lot of sloppiness. It's week three. It should be corrected by now. It should be corrected. You're going to make physical mistakes. You're going to make mental mistakes. But the, but you, it has to be like one per game if you're doing an MA. One per game. It's too – we are too deep to have a missed – a, a, a stupid uh, a drop snap on a field goal. We're too deep for that. We're too deep to not have your coverage on kickoffs. Uh, Eastern Washington averaging, I think, like seven and a half penalties a game or six and a half penalties a game. Wow. Drop it. Lower it. That's Lower terrible. that. Get to the fours. We got to clean that up. The other game that we have, 
this is the real primetime one. And I think that the winner of this game is going to start to make that argument. I think I might move them up into my top 10, depending on who wins and by how much. But we've got SIU playing against SEMO. I am really high on SIU this year, which is painful to say because it was mm-hmm. <laughs> I was holding a grudge against them. And I'm well, trying no, you, to... You guys have always had a good relationship. Uh, nice yeah. The Sock Lukies are back. And... They are surging right now. They had a ass whooping against Austin P, who's actually not that as bad as I thought that they were. I think just SIU is that freaking good. They beat the crap out of Austin P, and then they came back and they said, "Oh, Northern Illinois. Oh, you're a MAC team. So what? We're going to beat you 14 to 11. That is the best score <laughs> that you're going to see this entire FCS season because it makes no sense. But here's the main point, though. Obviously, it makes sense, but SIU has been a team that is well coached. And I look at the fact that Nick Baker is 40 years old and has yeah. been there for eight seasons. Short King Nick Baker That's is first still coming. <laughs> uh, he is a fantastic football player to watch. And I I am always going to really lean into uh, teams that have experienced quarterback play. And it really helps as well that on the defensive side of the football, they've got a guy who I think he was a national he was a national defensive player of the week if uh with uh, pj jewels who's just a fantastic safety i i agree uh siu has the pieces uh the nick baker return it's just one of those things in college football that puts a, a smile on your face it does but simo is not a team uh to sneeze at one bit they have playmakers we've been talking about gino hess since last year he's a very very good strong running back last year versus the ever so mighty Lindenwood Lions. Uh, he had 115 yards and two touchdowns. And then the uh, the connection uh, between Paxton DeLaurent or DeLaurent uh, and DeLaurent. DeLaurent. Vic. DeLaurent. DeLaurent. Let's, let's go with that. And, I, am, uh, I don't Demorier, know the pronunciation. Yeah. DeMaurier Vic, uh, 10 catches, 101 yards, two touchdowns. And then Ryan Flournoy, a.k.a. Ryan Floor the boy, uh, 10 catches, hundred yards, one touchdown. Oof. Oof. I'm not happy with that. Oh, man. Usually I'm the one with the really bad puns. I, 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 lo- I, I like that them. you're getting into the spirit now. I, I appreciate look, that. Simo has some has some uh, really uh, fun players, some good players. Uh, dual threats on the outside. Really good running back. A little bit giving me shades where the quarterback isn't, isn't stellar, but he's good. Give me a little bit shades of of a of a of a oof. No, that's a little strong. That Central Arkansas team feels a little strong when they had just a, a su- super dynamic yeah. on the outside. They're just under that uh Winningham and Hudson outside Central Arkansas team. But maybe the running back evens it out regardless. Uh Simo, not a team to sneeze at, and it's just persistent in the FCS. So you bring up the really good point here. So I brought up everything oh, with SIU you. and this, this, yeah, I know it's rare. This I game to. I think is just going to be oh, so man. close and it's a really good matchup because we look at what SEMO brings to the table. Paxton De Laurent is a guy who has been on my radar as an NFL draft prospect. Oh, um, high priority UDFA late round pick type of a guy got an NFL arm quality athlete. Uh, one of the few guys that fits into that category maybe a, a couple tiers below how good Theo Day is. You mentioned Flournoy. You've got a consistent target for him. And then Gino Hess was, I believe, in the Walter Payton discussion at the end of last year because his statistics were just insane. 
they have been a progressively improving team on a year-to-year basis. So I, I it's going to be hard to pick this one. It's really going to be hard to pick this one. I feel like SIU is built a little bit better defensively, though, which is why – like, Simo, I'm just not as privy to, like, you know, who are the defensive playmakers that they have. I know how they are on offense, but I'm not as familiar with what their defense is like because, you know, their performances have come down to – what are these offensive guys doing? Look at Joe flexing the vocab. Look at that. I liked it. That was that was nice. I like that, Joe. Yeah, that was a good string of sentences. There's a there's together. a there's a uh, a phrase that I want to use, which you know what it is that I'm saving, and I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. You suck, though. That's all I'm going to say. You I was trying to com- you complimented me for my fantastic yeah, points, yeah, okay. and I decided okay, was, to return the favor. It was it was funny when we did this when we were in college, but God forbid your boy reads a book and he picks up a few words and he tries to sound like he's intelligent, and you got to make me seem like a dipshit because I used a couple words. No, 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 no. You don't hey, know. And here's what I know about you and why I, I will always respect you, because you said because your boy tries to sound like he's intelligent. I appreciate you saying that, and we both acknowledge the intelligence levels of each other I hate you. on this show. I hate you. Nah, the get worst in, get in line. Get in line. Um, any final thoughts on this game before we do FC estimates? Uh, just should be a banger of a game. Hoping that it is. Just I want to see SIU running, back, uh, running backs running into SEMO linebackers at full speed, a high collision. Hell yeah. Give me some... Midwestern CS action. Blood would be great. I want to. See, I want to see some uh, pads thumping. I can't get enough. I can't. That that whoever that, that I should know it off the top of my head. He took him by storm. The Montana safety or linebacker that that laid the hit of week zero or, or week one was spectacular. I can't get enough uh, physical violence in my life while watching football. I need more. And hopefully these two teams can quench that thirst for me. Trying to figure out where southeastern Missouri State is regionally. Probably in uh, southeastern Missouri. Yeah. He, he, uh, <laughs> we're going to pull up the maps really quick. I can't believe. I can't right. believe you said that question out loud. I obviously know where it is, but I, based on the name of the goddamn program, but I'm just curious. Oh, yeah. What do you know it is in southeastern Missouri? <laughs> It's not near anything. It's not near. It's not that close to Nashville. It's not that close to St. Louis. It's near the Mark Twain National Forest. Um, the closest. The closest notable city that shows up in the map is Pot Padukan, Paducan, Paducah, Paducah. Let's go with Paducah. God, I love geography lessons on the FCS show. All right, let's let's do FC estimates. Sean and I tied last week again. So we are both at 78% correction. Um, we are both 18 and 5. So yeah, on the how about that? Holy Cross Yale, hit us first, Sean. What do you got? Oh, wow. This is going to be tough. Uh, Holy Cross. Hey, man, they got some NFL offensive linemen on that Yale team. But this is why I picked this game. I actually almost, we almost previewed this game, but I chose not to because I, I feel like we're going to end up, we're just going to end up talking about Holy Cross so often this year. Um, I'm also picking Holy Cross for this game. Campbell, Monmouth. Oh, unexpected pick. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> I'm going with Monmouth. <laughs> that is, we need more just- sounders, by the way. We, we have. <laughs> We have some preset ones. Like, what does this one do? 
Like there's preset ones where, where like I, we, from? we can, we can, lo- it's in brand. We can load stuff in. So if you have sounds and you want to make them, uh, we can put them in here. Oh, they God, should, really you should not toddlers. have showed me that. You should not have shown me that. I got some. I, I'm, I want you to put some in. I, I have one ready for Rutgers on the FBS pod when we do it that I'm going to, that I'm going to load in when Rutgers. Beats what is it going to be? Oh, no, it's just going to be the you know the stereotypical Italian music, the like. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Every time they win, I'm playing that damn. Song. Every time That's- I think we're doing a good show, I'm like, well, let's just remember what the channel's named. Let's just remember. Yeah, let's. It's it's a disservice if we're focused and it's actually a good show. That's the way that I look at it, and I. Th- Honestly, I, I, here's my thing. I think that when people like throw the negative comments into the show in, in on the show, and they're like, "Oh, these idiots don't know what they're talking about. They're trying to break down our, our football knowledge." If we're too serious, then we're giving them that uh, you know perception that we think we're serious. We're yeah. not. I actually started feeling uncomfortable with our with, with our the gravitas of conversation. That's why I did the Joe vocabulary statement. I needed to break out of it and remember <laughs> that I'm talking to a friend and not a, a cardboard cutout. Um, cardboard cutout would be a good idea. All right, I'm going with Campbell in this one. Bad pick on your part, da- okay, Davidson I'm sure, Marist. I'm sure it's a bad pick, you loser. Uh, I'm going Davidson Marist. I'm not picking the team that lost to a D2 team, so I'm going yeah. with Davidson. Uh, SIU Simo. I am going with Simo. Get your hands up on the D line. Block some balls down. I man, I'm going. Oh, because Nick Baker short. Right, Good don't one. worry about uh, it. S I U. S I U is gonna be my pick. I think the way that they're just beating the shit out of everyone right now <laughs> is the hell? reason why I love them. From give me the sock Lukies, baby. Eastern Washington versus S L U. Who you got? Hell, um, okay. Uh, who did I I pick for this one? Oh, Eastern Washington. That's who I selected. Uh, I'm also going with Eastern Washington, uh, Illinois. I had to think on what ISU was. Illinois State versus Eastern Illinois. I'm going with Illinois State. Uh, give me Illinois State. Uh, is James Robinson still there? No. He might be. Is still with the Northern. Nor- no, he's not. Northern Iowa, Idaho State. Uh, I am going with Northern Iowa. I am also going to lean Northern Iowa. Chattanooga, Citadel, ranked Chattanooga, according to Sean. Oh, it didn't make it. <laughs> I'm going with you're the only one who. Yeah, you're the only one who voted for him. Uh, shocker there. You know what? <laughs> Screw Sean. We're going with the Citadel. Oh, what are you doing? Joe, you don't know what you just did. Jimmy, <laughs> you haven't the looked at the game. <laughs> You put me in for the Citadel, jackass. Oh. <laughs> this is this is the math. This is the math that I worry about with Joe because he, he says, oh, I do the math and I track it. No, you don't. You don't know how to type it. You don't know where you're typing. So every time he says he has a lead on me, we have to think that it's back. Well, Jamie's our official math guy. So Jamie's the Jamie's doing all that. Jamie's math the official math guy. I guess he's also giving. I don't. We haven't been keeping track of Jamie's picks. I mean, justifiably, I don't have time to keep track of Jamie's picks, Give but he sends work. them to us. Um, UNA versus Tennessee Tech. God, I you were just a layup, man. I I, I kind of threw this on there because I forgot. I like didn't even remember the bias you have. But like, if I want a free point, I just have to put Tennessee Tech on here. Is basically what I'm. If writing. I want a free point, I'll just put somebody at the 25 spot on my poll and have you vote against them. <laughs> That's a great strategy. I'm sure that Craig will love that. I'm going with UNA. Um, uh, Craig, Craig's the best. I'm going with Tennessee Tech. They got to uh, win Car- one. 
East Carolina, Western Carolina, or Eastern oh. Kentucky versus Western Carolina. Got it. Oh, geez, this one's gonna be tight. This is gonna be a, a real barn. Eastern Carol, Eastern Kentucky. Parker Eastern McKinney Kentucky. has an NFL arm, and yeah. Eastern Kentucky also. I forget. Wait, wait, let's pull up the score of what their score was against Kentucky. EKU, Kentucky. By the way, I deliberately did not put this game on the previews. Um, because I didn't want to give them any shine because I really don't think this game is going to be close. They played 28 to 17 against Kentucky, the University of Kentucky, an SEC yeah, Kentucky, program. Kentucky. But Western Carolina, you know, they won the Super Bowl because they beat Samford and they caught them with their pants down. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, I'm also going with East Kentucky. Please, 60 points. Parker McKinney, if you score 60 points, um, I. I, I will not pay you anything. You're, but You're the best. This is why I can never stop doing shows with you because the pre-show meeting, Joe, is, you know what? You know, I'm not going to go at them that hard. They have their own opinions. And, you know, they, they no, just no, like no, no, no. I said where I'm not going to stoop to their and level. Then, and trust and me, then, I had a much worse plan out thought that I for, was going to say. You're asking for a 60 bomb to be dropped on by Eastern Kentucky. By this the is end what of happens. This this Spark is, my ire. Crazy see person. what happens. <laughs> Spark my ire, see what happens. That's what I'm going to say. Just title the show with, that. Just make that the show title. It happened with Florida. Oh. It happened with Miami, and I got proved wrong with Miami fans. I'm going to keep doing this crap. The, the football what, what team. About, what about rude. SIU last year? They proved me wrong, and I'm back in oh, there. You know, okay. Those – see, here, that's a really good example. A fan base who was on me, but they were having fun with it. I'm oh, fine sure. with that. At Joe DeLeon at Sanderson Radio. Hit that subscribe button. We'll be back. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.